fired up. Fourth down and goal from the nine. 17 seconds to go. The play clock at three. Shotgun snap. Car throws nice. into traffic. Nice. Intercepted. Nice. Nice. Jermaine Pratt Woo! has the Baby. football. Yeah. Coffin now. Bam, bam, bam. How about that? It ends on a turnover. Joe Burrow takes the snap. He takes a knee. And after 31 years, yeah. the drought is over. It is no fluke. It is a fact. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Super Bowl 56. Welcome back. It's another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. I am Aaron Smith, joined as always by the self-proclaimed best producer in the city, Ed Mayhall, and my cohort in crime. It's funny because it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Howell. What's up, boys? It's been a week, fellas. It's been a week. Um, it has been. I am all but moved out of Cincinnati at this point. All the furniture is here. Got it in today. And uh, <laughs> it uh, moving is not fun. When was the last time you guys had to move? Uh, it's uh, been like years. six years. Yeah. It is a miserable experience. Wait until you're on the other side of 35 and you're moving. No. That's when I hire movers. Yeah. I don't ever want to do that. It's yeah, that's a- awful. I thought you said you were going to hire movers. I hired movers to help me get out of the apartment. And then I had a U-Haul sitting in the driveway yesterday and today and emptied it out today with the help of a nice man here in Athens, who's one of my, uh, my co-workers, my co-workers fathers, uh, or my, my, my girlfriend's co-workers fathers, um, the other Jeff over here in chat saying he, he moved a year ago, but he only moved up one floor. Oh, a condo. Well played. That's 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 a smart, savvy move there. Yeah. Last time I moved, still a we, pain in the ass. Like you uh, still have to pack everything up, and you still have to oh, move it's it. Awful. Oh, last it's the worst. When we moved the last time, we literally sold our house, and then we couldn't move in to our nope. new house for like a month and a half. So we lived with a friend, and Is like everything in storage. Half of our stuff was in our friend's basement, and the other half of our stuff we packed into a one of those uh pods. Yeah, yeah. it was like move a pot, so like the, packed it all in there, and it you know they take it and then they deliver it or whatever. But it was it was awful. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. We moved out of a house, and we had to go live in an apartment for six months. And uh, yeah, we just put everything in a pod and had it sent off. And then, but then you then you uh. Oh, did I did I put that in the pod or is it here in the apartment somewhere? It, that's the worst. Let me tell you, there's still boxes in my basement. Oh yeah, in the garage that I had yeah. that I have not unpacked. They've been boxed up for six years, so <laughs> I could probably go get them and throw them in a dumpster, and my life wouldn't change one way or the other. Yeah, that's same here. Yeah, awesome. yeah, it's it's terrible, terrible, awful moving. Um, I ugh, um, just and then before. Before we move into any kind of talk, we need to discuss a very serious matter that occurred this week in this group. And he's talking about 
an article of clothing, and it's not the... He's wearing the evidence. It's not the Jesse Winker Nick Castellanos shirt I'm wearing. It's not the Park Baller Z shirt. What it is, is somebody in this group found the cool Diamond White Collection Super Bowl hoodie in stock. And not only in stock, but on sale. On sale. Double on sale. And discounted. Discounted. Hashtag be better, Ed. And then... If if we're going to be fair... Then bought... Took a picture of himself in it and flexed on the group. Didn't send said picture until what ten minutes after he left. Yeah. Oh, look what I got. How cool is this? And and it wasn't close by. And uh, then it's pretty close solu- by to you. Then his well, solution is, well, just drive out there and get one. He's clearly not trying to give away where to go get these. Just making sure that you're reading through those lines, Ed. Don't don't tell anybody. Correct. Okay. All right. I did not, find them. Unbelievable. I hey, and here's the best part about it. I actually found one of my size. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Ed. It's I nice. bet my, I bet don't, my size was there then. I was going to say, not anymore. Don't worry was. about the, what, the what's your size? sizes like ours. <laughs> what's your size? Large. Yeah, they had one. Yeah. 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 And small, too. Maybe next time. Hey, Jeff, I know you uh, talked about this, I don't know, the entire like, end of the Bengals season. And. You couldn't in, get one in the same this, in the same conversation, like the same group chat. Yeah, this is like multi material. Like this is is this like a stretch material on the sleeves, and then like this is like windbreaker material. And I'm glad it's a, I'm glad it's a great hoodie, Ed. I hope you enjoy it. It is and a nice I also hoodie. Hope that you drip galactic fried chicken sauce on it. I did save the tag though. I got the tag right there. I don't know what what news Greg is trying to insinuate here, but did you guys hear about did you guys hear the joke about the Jesuit school hiring a, a known cheater? <laughs> I, did. I did. I didn't hear the joke, about, but it's probably really funny. Something about a Buick and a Cadillac. It's so weird. So yeah. weird. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Not sure. Is that the guy that cheated and still couldn't finish higher than like fifth in whatever conference he was in? Yeah, yeah. I think ever never oh, made okay. it past never made it past the elite eight, but apparently he's a goat. According to another Xavier podcast, the goat of wiretaps. The goat of wiretaps. The goat. By the way, how are they look right now? They're down by one against Vandy. How are they still? They're still in the. How does this coach feel? How did? How do you think that coach feel? Like I don't do know. We're f- we're moving on from any yeah. Travis discussing Steele. any eggs talk. Man, I prefer him scrambled. If anybody cares, he gets fired <laughs> so that his old boss can come back. Yeah, Shame. suck. Smooth move. Hey, banners All on. Right. Yeah. So in big walking. news, um, the Bearcats had some guys who are leaving via the transfer portal. Um, a rundown of the names, real quick. They include Mike Saunders, AJ McGinnis, Mason Madsen, Rob Banks. Obviously, you also had the out of Adu and Koval as they were seniors going out. So you had three incoming freshmen in Daniel Skillings, in Josh Reed, and in Sage Tolentino. And you have currently, as things stand, three open scholarships. And that's, of course, still who knows if that's the final number as we're awaiting to see what David DeJulius does. We're waiting to see if any of the other guys, including that we haven't heard from one way or the other, including Jeremiah Davenport, Odia Guama, 
uh, uh, Hensley and uh, who am I missing? Uh, Mike Adams Woods. Mike Adams. Because um, we also heard from Vic that he's staying. Uh, we already knew. We already Newman. knew Newman. John Newman was staying. Um, so I don't know. I mean, were there any surprises there for you guys? No, I don't I mean, think I was surprised by many of them. Um, sucks to see. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna get your words. His, his name's Mikey. Yeah. Mikey. Yeah, yeah it sucks to see for. Mikey Saunders go because I feel like he was starting to progress towards the end of the season. Still, I love like, how we knew who he was talking yeah. about. <laughs> I mean, he was still kind of reckless. I mean, dude, fast as hell. But when he got to the basket, just you know. Um, but I saw some progression, but you know, it sucks, but hopefully he'll move on to a team that he gets more playing time and that'd be good for him. I know there's some, a bunch of teams already looking at him, some Mac teams, I guess. Uh, also AAC teams. There were a couple AAC, AAC teams. teams in there. Um, Miami, Miami, I'm assuming Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise we'll see him what next year yeah. they yeah. run it back. Um, I think probably the the common theme throughout all of them is a you know, when they all entered the you didn't hear any of them have anything uh, negative to say about the program. Uh, right. You know, Mason when he left specifically said that he believes that Wes is the right guy for the job, and he's somebody that was there under the uh, prior regime, previous regime, and it has gone through a full year of West Miller basketball. Um, and I know Chad touches on it regularly on every other podcast, including ours, um, that the way, as far as he understands the way that Wes handled everything, the way that it's been portrayed is that there were conversations that were had, uh, sort of a, this is where we see you, maybe yep. your role or where you're going to develop to. Where do you see yourself? Do these things line up together if they do all right you know we'll see what we can do if they don't line up together maybe we look at uh, a, a different role or maybe you need to see somewhere else that they could use you in the way that you see yourself playing and reaching your highest ability and i think uh, you said something important there jeff was like there's no hard feelings i think there's a lot of people who are on not much, so much Twitter, but at least Facebook, who are like, these guys are quitters again. Bruh, I wish I could do this at my job. I mean, by the way, you can just <laughs> open up your profile on LinkedIn, learn on LinkedIn. But this this is a lot different than last year's Exodus. Like, this is what? I mean, you knew I was going to bring no, it up. I, no, I mean, it was just, by the way, you can quit your job. Yeah, you, you can. It's real easy. You go to <laughs> careerbuilder.com and there's a bunch of them out. There's a bunch of them out there right now. Is monster.com still a thing? Can they do that? Uh, monster might still be a thing. I don't know. There's like glass. Something. Glass door. Yeah. Glass door. There it is. There's all kinds of them, but it's a lot different. It's This is not, like you said, Jeff, this is not last year's exodus. This is not, we're leaving because the coach tried to kill us or did kill us. Where this isn't, you know, this is, this is, we're, leaving because there's gonna be some guys who are coming in and we're not gonna get the playing time they've got this year and so i want to move on somewhere else and get some playing time i don't know for me like especially in the, like i mean we can talk about all these guys individually here i mean if we're starting with mike saunders obviously you had a starter above him all year this year he was coming off the bench so he would have to beat out 
Micah for a starting role. You have, I mean, I, I think Wes has all but let it be known that he's going to be going into the portal after a point guard. So say you bring in, and I would assume that would be a starting caliber point guard, not necessarily, or at least somebody to champion against Micah for that starting role. Iron uh, sharpens iron. Kind right. Of I, I don't think it's yeah. going to be one of those things where you bring in a guy and you automatically hand him the keys. But I would also think that you'd have some type of, you know, who's going to win the battle. So obviously Mikey would be in that conversation, but I, I would also think if, if I'm him, maybe it's hard to jump Mike Adams woods. He had quite the roller coaster of a season this year where he started off I don't know why you're making that face and what your hands are doing. Yo, there's a cell phone pocket in this hoodie. We have them in our part in the punctuation hoodies as well. Um, I've I've told you this before. Damned. Jesus. I told you I use it for my vape. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's going to blow up. Sorry. Um, But, yeah, so with, uh, with Mikey, like, you have to jump maybe not one, but now two guys to try and get those minutes that you're looking for. So, I mean, I, I kind of understand where he's coming from. Um, with A.J. McGinnis, he struggled. I mean, he was – he was. Chad said it tonight. He was the 12th man on the roster. Uh, when you're running in a rotation of 11, which is deeper than any school, especially schools that are in contention, which is where this program is trying to get, um, that's, that's a very, very deep rotation. And if you're trying to play as soon as next season, any type of minutes – you're going to struggle as again, since they're trying to bring in more talent, not necessarily talent less than AJ McGinnis, you're going to struggle to find those minutes with Mason Madsen. You already have Daniel Skillings coming in as a freshman who is very well ranked. He's longer than Mason Madsen. Um, you also have John Newman. So we're, I mean, I guess maybe at the, at the two potentially, but I would also think. If DeJulius comes back, you're going to be looking for another – maybe you have Skillings playing some two, um, kind of slide between that that two and that three spot. But I would also think they're going to try and bring in another scorer, especially now that you have three scholarships. Maybe you, maybe you get a big, uh, maybe you don't. But I would think that those are going to be your, your the three spots you look for as you now have three scholarships available, a point guard, a center, and somebody who can play that two-three spot as a, as a – stretch score um rob and, banks I, I think that that's he's a walk uh, said yeah, he, he was I a walk on that that was given a, a scholarship uh i know we brought it up like i, I don't even right. remember him getting into into a game this year he got um, in uh, he got in a couple got, times we've got we got three three scholarship spots open uh, three three spots so you know what that's as things light, currently the, stand yes it could yeah, be more correct, correct, correct. The week. yeah Barring anyone else entering the transfer portal, and, and you know the way Wes likes to do things is he likes to let the like, likes to let those kids make the uh, their announcement and do it their way, however they're going to do it. So, well, and one of the things you guys kind of alluded to, but I don't know that you said it exactly as much. One of the things that, and I, it kind of goes back to there not being those hard feelings as they leave the University of Cincinnati is the fact that. Coach has been very clear about I'm going to be honest with these guys and we're going to have very honest conversations about where I envision this team, where I envision what they're going to be able to contribute next year uh, as things currently stand. Unless you see, you know, some type of 
huge rise from any of these players. But even as you look at the end of the season, the only player that I can think of that made a very strong case for needing more minutes and eventually in the AAC tournament, he received those minutes was Jared Hensley. Yeah. Nobody yeah. else really made that kind of a, a step forward throughout the season. Well, I know we talked about it a lot during the season was, mm-hmm. was at the, at least at the beginning of the season, we were saying things along the lines of, you know, there, there's no one on this, this roster that's demanding that 30 plus minutes kind of guy. Um, I, I think we could probably all agree that towards the end of the year, David, David, the Julius kind of became that kind of guy, at least on this team. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you, when you have that hockey, that hockey style rotation, uh, how I described at the beginning of the year, you really can't have a guy like that. If you're going to keep a rotation that deep, right. um, and you know when he when he comes forward like that, and then you got guys that like you mentioned, AJ McGinnis kind of being the odd guy out, and then uh, Hensley just he started to shine a little bit uh, in his own right towards the end of the year. So those are some positive things to look at, and obviously once the basketball tournaments that are going on all end, um, and the portal starts filling up. We'll probably have a little bit better grasp on who to look for. Uh, it'll probably be names that'll get floated out there. Um, well, I guess we it, can... if you think about it, you know, you're bringing up Hensley. If you think about like where his minutes are going to come from, because right now, as things stand, you had Adu and Koval at the five. You had Davenport at the four. You had Odie and Vic spelling guys at the four and the five. And where's Hensley's minutes coming from that he's demanding to have more minutes. They're coming at the cost of the three spot and what little time he could get at the four spot. So that's again, that, that points right at Mason Madsen. Like we're going to struggle to get you on, especially bringing in a Daniel Skillings. Where else can we slot you? Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, as the roster currently stands for next season, I would imagine you have Odie and Vic rotating at the five with Sage spelling some time somewhere, potentially. Uh, I know he's got – he's just so small in his frame right now. Um, I mean, he's tall, don't get me wrong, but he's just skinny. Um, so he's going to need to put on some weight, I would think. There's, skinny a factor, type of... there's a factory for that. Right, yep. <laughs> right. I know um, a guy. So I, I guess you would have – Again, as things currently stand, you know, maybe Odie and Vic, maybe a little bit of time at the four spot. Um, but you have Davenport solidly in the four spot with potentially Hensley um, as the backup there. And then you have Newman at the three. You have DeJulius at the two. You have Micah at the one. And then you have Josh Reed coming in for some time potentially at the three or the four. You have Skillings coming in for some time at the two or the three. And I, I, I just don't with the guys that are leaving. I don't know where else you could have fit these guys outside of that point guard spot. But again, I think you're going to be seeing a point guard come in. You're going to be seeing a center come in, and there might be some fan favorites that don't just simply don't have minutes next year from this season. That where can you get them on the court with the guys that you bring in? So I know uh, last week, like uh, I think it was uh, Chad and Dave were had, had a, a fairly. Uh, energetic discussion reference all of this yeah. and that, that was on the uh, the BCJ podcast from uh, last week uh, I, I'm not going to rehash it here uh, if you want 
want to see their listen to their their takes on it you can jump over to their uh, youtube channel and and listen it's the second i believe it's the second hour uh the first hour is probably something you should listen to it was if you have if you it was definitely the second hour okay so it's the second hour that they got into all that the first hour i believe they had uh cunningham on correct yep yep cunningham absolutely not even mistaken with willie there's there's timestamps on the uh on the youtube page but i'm working on getting hyperlinks for the timestamps so but they 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 got they got into it they got into it pretty deep um with you know some good discussion that was going on so if you want to jump over there listen to that don't do that now keep listening to us for can we get a timestamp sponsor um That's that's a pretty good sponsor that we have over there. Uh, they're apparently going to be sending Urban Artifact out to me to drink during the show. We're not talking about them yet until they sponsor us. <laughs> I mean, they're part of my family, so we're we're looking forward to it here. So yeah, that's, that's all right. Crazy. Well, uh, you guys have anything more about basketball? I know the tournament's still going on. The terrible officiating there. So well, I uh, guess my question- tournament's been fun. Uh, do you guys not think the tournament's been fun? I mean, this is the first tournament I think that I've been free to watch every bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, did I, Houston I honestly game was haven't good been the other watching day? a lot of it. I've been waiting for my Apple TV to jump up with a little notification that a game's close at the end, and I flip over and watch the end. I'm watching the full games. UCLA. I, haven't had, yeah. I haven't had time, so. I still have all my fin- final four teams on my bracket. I don't. I only filled out one bracket, and that was the the uh, Cam. Cam's uh like to help his guy out on his team, so yep, I I did one as well there, and I'm above you in the standings. Yeah, because oh, nobody sent me a link for that. St. Peter's has he, totally he sent a tweet out for it and put it in the group chat. Oh, yeah, he, he actually this... called you out specifically, Ed, and said, "Come on, it. Ed, come off that ten dollars," and you did not reply. I missed so. it. I would have done it. My bad. The same the same reason that I'll post a clip and then. 15 minutes later, you'll post the no, same what? clip in that same group chat. Oh, but when Jeff does it, it's okay. No, we, I don't we, we do all that. make fun of each other when it happens. Moving on. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm just kind of curious as we enter the transfer portal that uh, Chad said tonight, I believe closes May 1st, I think he said. Um, so we know we want a point guard. I'm assuming that you guys would be good with somebody who can do run that, you know, two, three spot as a, a scorer as well. So it's not just David DeJulius. It would be nice. Um, and in a five, what kind of, what kind of build, what kind of, what kind of guy are you looking for? Like, is there a specific attitude you're looking for? Is there a specific body type you're looking for? Is there a specific like skill set you're looking for? What kind of guy are you looking for, for all three of these spots? I think I'm looking for a leader. Like if we're going to talk about attributes, I think I'm looking for a leader um, right now. And you said it earlier, or maybe it's Jeff that DDJ has kind of stepped into that leader role, but I, we don't have a clear defined leader, right? We don't have that uh, Jacob Evans guy, right? Or that um, Jacob know. Evans was quiet though. No, but I'm talking about that guy who, when it comes down to the last shot of the game, like, you know, who's going to take that shot. We don't I have think, that guy right now. I think there's a difference though between a leader and the guy that is good with the ball in his hand at the end of the game. Hmm. There's, I mean, I guess when you say the word leader, I'm picturing a vocal leader, not a. Oh, okay. That's fair. No, that's you know fair. what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. So, so I just I wanted guess, to I guess I should change it to, I guess I'm looking for 
uh, a guy we can count on. How about that? Instead of the, leader, the dog mentality. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like JT right, so said last year. Yeah. I, I just wanted some some clarification. I wasn't trying to. No, you're fine. Call you no, out on that. No, just somebody that we could that we could count on, right? That so it's a reliable guy, right? A reliable guy, somebody okay. we could say, you know, like I said, it's last shot. We're putting it in this guy's hands. Well, you know and I don't, I, mean? I don't even know that DeJulius isn't that guy. I think the problem is that everyone knew he was that guy. Yeah. So he was getting double teamed because they're the only other guy you had was Davenport. So you throw an extra guy kind of running between those two guys on the, uh, on the, on the arc there, who else is going to shoot it? So I think that'll be interesting to see how that develops depending on who they bring in and, or even with the guys that they currently have on the roster. Um, there's a, there's a four-star point guard in the transfer portal right now. Um, hometown of Toledo, but played. He's transferring out of he's transferring out of Michigan, and that worked out pretty well for us last time with DDJ. So maybe that's somebody we can look at um, in the transfer portal. Uh, as far as those like two three spots, I just want some more length. Yeah, I want some guys that have some length. That really was an issue. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> look this at year. You look at Houston. Um, that's still in the tournament. You look at Memphis, who I think they got hosed out of their their win. That's okay. If I'm being honest. That's all right. If you go back, if you go back also and look at some of like the the better UC teams of before, like they had a lot of length across yeah. every spot. Yeah. So uh, that would Trevor be and, and yeah. as, as far as a big guy, and I, I mentioned this in the group chat the other day during the game. There is a young man that plays for Texas Christian University by the name of Eddie Lampkin. That dude was he a that guy. He is 6'11", 268 pounds, and he plays like at 1,000 miles an hour. He came into the season at 285. Do you know who he reminded me of as I was watching him? Tractor Trailer. From the old days at Michigan. Do you remember? Do you remember Tractor Trailer? Like Robert Trailer, who I believe is, is no longer with us, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, all um, I know is he was a big imposing force in the lane. He went up, he got the ball. Like I mean, he just did, he did everything you want a big man to do, and that's what I want here. And I said specifically the other day, is there a way we can work out a deal? I know. Ed, can you, can you find a picture of him? I'm pulling up right now because I the only thing I want to say about this guy. As like I know we're also heading picture. to the Big Twelve, but can we make a trade like a? Uh, <laughs> Is there like a some sort of like well, if he's a junior, like a, if he's, he's a junior, a that's fine. Oh, he's, he's only a, a fresh, freshman. He's only a freshman. He's All right. a freshman. So we need wanna, something to combat that. All I want to say about that dude is the hair didn't match the body, right? No. The the hair that did not match the body at all. I didn't understand what look he was going for. I, I don't. I, I thought. I thought really that his. Uh, his legs looked a, a little bit, uh, a little bit skinny for the, the size frame he was. Yeah, but it didn't sure. it didn't impact his ability to uh, to <laughs> do what he was doing in the in the paint. I mean, he that's the kind of guy I want. That's that, that's what I'm I'm looking for. You know, and you've you alluded to it earlier that uh, like look at that guy. Could you imagine if Mike got a hold of him in the Monster Factory? Thick with three C's. Yeah, you're damn right. If Mike got yeah. a hold of that guy in the Monster Factory, good God, it'd be like a 
I don't know who all over again. I have, I guess, a Andy Fortson was a pretty big dude. Uh, Max Seal, Jason, Jason Max Seal. Yep. Eric Hicks. Eric Hicks. You're right. I should have thought of those names. Thank That's a, that's a big dude. So yeah, that that's the kind of guy that I want. Uh, but how about uh, in that game? And... In that game, he had a dunk that nearly brought down the damn rim, and he did not get a technical. But then later on, that other guy from, or was it, yeah, that other guy from Arizona uh, got the technical for swing back. Was that the same? Yeah, that was the same game. Yeah. I don't know. That, oh. that's a, that was a horrible call, and I think everybody knows. Even in the broadcast, they said that was a horrible call for that technical. Um, because if he hadn't. Well, there was that the one, then there was, wasn't there another game where they had a, uh, where there was a, a technical call on a, a, a dunk that was like absolutely ridiculous because the dude was like literally parallel to the ground like if he had let go he would have just dropped on his face i think are you sure that wasn't the arizona game that you're talking about because if he if he lets go where where he where he was swinging he would have hit his face against the the bottom of the rim you're talking about the arizona game yeah yeah okay um and he would have fallen on his back essentially there there's some ridiculous calls that i've seen and and non-calls seems like Games are being called one way in the first half, and then even. Uh oh. This is dunked by Lampkin down there at the bottom. This <laughs> a rim rocker. It's a big guy. But Aaron's muted. I got it. Oh. I'm embarrassed. I can't remember his name. What was his name? Um, oh my God. You guys are going to hate me that I can't remember his name. Um, he was on the Bearcat Jam team at the five spot. Ed. Oh, uh, Coriante DeBerry. No. Oh, yeah, DeBerry. Oh, Yancey Gates? Yes. Yes. I can't. Okay. I don't know why I couldn't remember Yancey Gates' name. Um, but again, those are both two bodies that were. You know, closer to this than what we've had uh, over the course of the in just playing styles, or closer to that Bearcat style than than what we've had over the course of the last oh, I don't know four or five years. I've got confidence. I got confidence that Wes understands what he needs, and uh, it's uh, just a matter of if you can actually get it from can, the transfer portal. Yeah, you got to I mean, it depends on what's out there, what's available. I mean, and who wants to come here? Just because you offer somebody doesn't mean like right. It's it's not a, a menu item where you just I'll take that one yeah exactly that one yeah. and that one thanks right they're like they're like no um, <laughs> I got I got this offer here and I'm going there so um switching gears here there has been quite a bit going on with the Reds again I wore this shirt the uh, the 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 Nick Castellanos, Jesse Winker, All Stars shirt. Rocking my park park baller Z shirt. R.I.P. I, I wore the I wore the 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 frosty white. Thanks. It's the diamond um, white collection, Ed. Get it right. Take it back. Goodness. Um, I. Uh, it's frustrating, man. I mean, all of a sudden. Oh God. All of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> is he even still around who knows i don't know what the, i don't know who's on this team anymore you don't know who's on this team 
So I, I don't think anybody is, to be honest with you. I mean, there's some names. A lot of them. Joey, are Joey Votto. Yeah, Joey Votto's still on the team. Joey, Joey Votto. Luis Castillo. Uh, but before before we jump all the way into Reds talk, there was uh, the announcement that they agreed to bring back the uh, the ghost runner on second base in extra innings. That's going to be a thing again. Uh, they okay. the rosters expanded from twenty six to twenty eight uh, from April seventh to May first. Uh, due to why are we shorter. adding ghost runners again? I thought we got they, rid of it. They agree. Yeah, they 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 talked it out. Uh, they're bringing it back. And then uh, pitchers can say the shittiest rule we have, right? I, I dislike it, but some people it. some people like it. Um, you have you you don't even have pitchers hitting anymore. Why do we need ghost runners? Yeah, that's terrible. That should be the rule. If, here's the rule: if you want a ghost runner, it has to be the pitcher. Yeah, there's huh? actually a rule. There's actually a rule where you can not use the pitcher as the ghost runner. That's part of it. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, and then pitchers can stay in the lineup after you replace them on the mound. The only team I can think that that helps is the Anaheim Angels and Shoei Otani. Uh, <laughs> or Michael Lorenzen. He's Whatever. also there, so right. it only helps there. the Anaheim Angels. <laughs> uh, I guess whatever. Like, uh, I'm, I'm all... Uh, you know what? If we have to give have the the automatic runner on second base to be able to have uh, universal DH, I guess I'll make that. The, I, Red, I, I the Reds were trendsetters with this whole thing, though, for a long time. Because even before Michael Lorenzen, we had Micah Owings, if you remember that name. Yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a guy who we would occasionally throw in the outfield just so he could get another crack at the bat. Uh, Jeff over in the chat saying he thinks maybe it's going to start in the twelfth inning now that they do that. Uh, the the article that I saw it was it was literally right before I was, was jumping on here. Uh, just mentioned that it was coming back that they had it needs like a they've agreed on it MLB MLBPA they've agreed on it. The owners have to have a majority vote on it on on like Monday or something, but it's coming back. I hate it. Well, if it, if it means we get to keep the universal DH, if they're, you know, whatever. I don't think that they're actually linked like that, but if I link them in my head, it makes me be able to accept the automatic runner. Who's Chad talking about? Um, The guy wearing the Bengals the... hoodie that has red hair. And, like, did, like, a spike thing. There's always like this. Okay, thanks, Chad. He was making a, a, a joke. Can we block Chad from tonight's chat since he and blocked he also, me last night? He also misspelled Andy, so yeah. you could read it better. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So Max Schrock is still around. I guess he had some hits. Uh, and it would be Farmers, the utility guy. Uh, you know what? Max Schrock's not all that bad. Maybe not we'll have Max, Max Schrocktober again. Oof. I don't know. All right, so uh, there have been some players uh, recently that have left and also not recently uh, that have had some pretty strong fe like feelings things, some of them directly at the Reds, some of them veiled comments on the Reds. Are we and talking about it last week? 
specifically their ownership. And it's and it happened again this week. Yep. With another guy. Uh last week I think we we brought up the Zach Cozart uh <laughs> like Snapchat. <laughs> That's a, a... wow. He's, he's muted. That's even better. <laughs> and he's gone. And he's I muted myself because I had a burp. Uh, that's wrong. That makes it even better that you muted yourself <laughs> because you had to burp. So after the things started happening last week with the uh, what what appeared to be a full on fire sale that was apparently not a fire sale, but. We all know it is. Uh, yeah, Zach Cozart. I don't know if this is like Instagram or Facebook Reels or it's, uh, Instagram, Instagram I Reels or I believe whatever. It's Instagram, yeah. But he, he basically came out and said, uh, you know, Reds fans, you deserve better. Uh, unfortunately, this is how they operate. I lived through it. We always wanted to win for you guys. So, yeah, kind of starting to come out of the woodwork a little bit with that. Jesse Winker, and that was after the Jesse Winker Suarez trade. Obviously, Suarez, I don't think has has it in his body to make any kind of uh, jabs of any sort. Uh, anyone, he's always about the good vibes, and we appreciate that. Uh, we also appreciate the fact that Jesse Winker, you know, he makes a comment about he's going to to Seattle and says, "I've always wanted to be a part of an organization and team that is really going after winning." was really going after chasing division titles and making a run for a ring. That's what we have here in Seattle, and I'm excited about it. And by him saying, I've always wanted to be a part of an organization. There's only been one other organization he's been a part of. Yes. So if that didn't check the box, then we, for the things he's wanted to be part of an organization that does, we know who he's talking about. I, it's It sucks. That we are all behest to the, I, I use this word tongue-in-cheek, the poorest owner of a franchise in yeah. in baseball at a mere $400 million net worth. Um, was it $400 million? I think last week we read it was $200 million. No, I think it's $400. I think... I think two seven. It was it, it was like a quarter of whatever the St. Louis owners got. So two seventy two hundred and seventy million was what him and the ownership group yep. bought the team for. You're right, four hundred million. Yep. Yeah. So he's poor. Um then Wade Miley popped back up uh in an interview with uh Bobby Nightingale, the inquirer. Yeah. Uh, and and he said, I guess you know, he was asked kind of about the roster moves that were going on, which at the time, you know, himself, uh, Sonny Gray, Suarez, Winker, and kind of thing. He's like, hey, it's a little bit of a pattern there. Ever since they had that core group in thirteen or fourteen, ever since those guys left, they kind of tried and stop, then they try again, and then they stop, and. I think that, I mean, that, that's what it feels like for us. It's like there's this, and by us, I mean fans, it's this. Yeah. It, you look at it and you're like, hey, they went and they got this guy and they spent this money and they did this and this. And the team is almost right there. They're almost ready to make a run. And maybe there are a couple things they could add or attempt to add that 
they always say, oh, it just didn't line up for us. We, we tried, but it didn't line up for us. And they come out and they make these statements about, oh, you know, we're really making a push for this guy or this guy, or we're making a push to fill this slot. And then, you know, the trade deadline comes and goes and they didn't. And so we are all looking at it like, you know, did you really try? And a good example of that is the next guy that had a comment, which is Nick Cassianos, who just a week ago, they said that they had had zero contact with his team of people. Zero. No contact at all. And then suddenly, you know, his name pops up that, you know, the Phillies are making a run at they're they're making a run at him and suddenly all you know, now the reds are also you know making a last ditch effort you can't have a last ditch effort if you have no effort at any other point in time that would be your only effort and it was probably not very good and at the point where you've already started getting rid of pieces of the team from last year that were good what's going to make a guy like nick who has always said he just wants to win. Yeah. He's always been blunt. He's he's I don't think he's cocky or arrogant or like in a negative way. He's he knows what he wants. He says what he believes and that's what he lives by. And this quote that you're about to hear, I don't know how long it is if you'll hear the question, but it's in reference to the Phillies owner John Middleton 30 who seconds. who made a comment and said that he was willing to go over the luxury tax to sign Nick Castellanos. When you hear that John Middleton said we can go over the luxury tax because you're the right player and the only player that they would have done this for, how much does that mean to you? I mean, that's it's a lot of respect. At the end of the day, baseball comes down to ownership. The owner either wants to invest and cares about winning or doesn't. So it speaks a lot to who he is. So Philadelphia should be pumped that that guy is behind the Phillies. This team, do you legitimately think this team has a chance to win a World Series? We'll see you at the end of the year. When My heart breaks every time I hear that quote. It hurts. It hurts. It does. I mean, it hurts, dog. How can it, that? It, how can that not have? How can that not be? So there's somebody on the Twitter who says <laughs> that that is not. Say say his name, man. Say it with your chest. <laughs> There's somebody on the Twitter who says that, that that I don't guys. I think you're reading too much in, in, too much into it. I think he was just talking. No, he blatantly said ownership, well, and he never just talks. No. no, and when he wants to say something about somebody he shouldn't say, he has a fan do it. You're right. <laughs> yeah, when he talks about who else who shall not be yeah. named. I mean it. The, these are all of the things that us as Reds fans kind of thought were going on. We know they're going on. We want to hope that that's not the case because we're fans and we would never believe that one of these you know owners isn't in it for the right reasons of, of winning at whatever sports ball game we're you know rooting for. And you've got guys that have played for the team that have been in that environment, in that culture, and they're all out here saying what we worried the most was the truth. 
Yeah. And, cool. and then you've got a guy like David Bell, who is the manager. And obviously he's not going to, he, he's still the manager. He's not going to come out and say, you know, I wish they would get me some guys. I wish they would do the X, Y. He's also not the one. He's also not the one making the moves. He's not making decisions. He's not. You're right, and that's what that's what I'm trying to get at here. Is like he he also can't. I mean, he can't just like blatantly attack ownership either. um, As the current man, as the current manager, but he comes out and says, uh, "Yeah, like uh, we're we're getting better." But let let him play the clip. I don't know exactly how it's all going to come together. It's not entirely clear, but I know we are getting better in a really weird way um, to, to to get to where we need to be. I don't know exactly how it's all going. To come That's him saying, "I don't know what the hell is going on." I don't think the Reds front office knows what's going on because you move a guy like Miley, you pick a guy like Miley up who was injured last year, Mike Miner, for almost identical contracts and you send away Amir Garrett who okay I know he's had his rough patches yeah. but like well I mean who are you gonna fill his spot with I think a change of scenery was good for Amir Garrett if I'm being uh, no I mean I'm happy for Amir I hope he goes and does well um I I know Jeff over here in the in the chat brought up the fact that we did just sign like what appears to be a, a, a pretty good reliever I'm assuming he's Referring to Hunter Strickland, who I believe um, did I read it correctly? He's a two-time World Series champion, uh, or at least twice appeared in the World Series. That that's that's possible. I didn't really look that far into it. I looked into him from last year. He started the year in Tampa Bay, was traded, had a like sixteen uh, appearances, may or sixteen innings there um, as a reliever. Pretty had pretty good. Uh, Showings there, and then was traded away to where did I put him at? It's down here at the bottom. Didn't he have like a one seven eight ERA or something when he was at Tampa Bay? And then he went um, to Anaheim. He only pitched like six innings. He was not good. Uh, he was not good at all. Uh, and they actually designated him for assignment. And then the Brewers picked him up, and he pitched really well for the Brewers for the the. Uh, latter part of their season so throw that throw that quote from from jeff up that the reds make no sense this year because here's what i've made of the moves that they've made reds make no sense this year i can grasp the trades but why not just keep miley here's what i think happened is the reds went into full blown fire sale mode and then they realized oh this is wildly unpopular with the fans and these are the people we have to try and sell tickets to we fucked up. And all of a sudden they're trying to make moves to go back and try and, and make up for some of those moves. I mean, now granted we, we had clay on last week and he says that we are doing some things and, and bringing some guys in who will be pieces in 24. So I think they're still keeping that 2024 mentality in, but I think they're also trying to, I don't know, kind of figure things out with, how to start patching the holes for where they they've messed up already through this process. Is that not what they always do though? That's what's maddening about this ownership. They, they, they either hold on to guys way too long, 
before they you know they've already decided that they're gonna have this they're gonna try and move and then they just don't move them jeff this is why uh, dick williams just quit and and i know we we had that on our list of things to talk about last week and we and we didn't bring it up but i and it's been talked about here and there but we're seeing again you know it's confirming everybody's thoughts on why dick williams out of nowhere seemingly was like why would, why, why wouldn't you because this looks terrible if you're trying to get another job somewhere the season before of you being a competent gm the season before they spent like crazy right yeah and then all of a sudden dick williams is like no i'm leaving and we were like that doesn't make any sense ownership like <laughs> let him do what he needed to do and he's like no i'm out see you i gotta uh. i can't and he and he announced that before that season was over that was in like August. He was like, I, I won't be returning next year as the GM. And it was like, uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Because they wanted him to be the guy. They needed a, a, a face for the full meltdown. And and that face, they couldn't have picked a better face than Nick Crawl for the, I mean, he's he he maybe is a nice guy and maybe is smart, but when he gets up there and I'm sure, you know, he's probably given some things he needs to convey he does not convey anything other than I'm not really sure what we're doing, but we're going to send this guy here and this guy here. And we're going to get this guy back. And like, we won't, we want to eliminate this and that. And yeah, as fans, we see like the peaks and valleys thing. And I think, uh, I think clay talked about it last yeah, week, we talked about that uh, but you know, like you see the peaks and valleys thing, but when you are an emotional fan at this point, because you're, you see all your, your favorite guys, and maybe some of them need to go. Maybe some of them need to like whatever. I think I think Jeff's right here. It's saying Bob wants them to win a championship, spending under hundred million dollars. The Marlins have done it. Tampa Bay and Oakland are successful every year doing it. The problem is Cincinnati is still locked into a Joey Votto contract that does not allow them to be a team doing that. And don't get uh, me wrong, I I don't want them to. I don't you know what what Cassianos was able to get in Philadelphia. I don't want the Reds spending that. Agreed. Uh, we all know, like, we, we've had his brother on this show. We've had, like, but I'm happy he got that money. Um, By the way, we miss you, Ryan. happy he got it somewhere else. We do miss you, Ryan. We miss you, Ryan. We just want to talk baseball. <laughs> Park ballers. Um, so, yeah, yeah, like, and if that is truly, you know, if we're going to try and put a, a happy spin on the, the end of this part of it, um, if, if kind of Clay's thoughts on it from last week, targeting 2024, making this a team that can stay competitive and isn't locked into huge, crazy deals all the time um, and, and can win with guys before they make their big, giant paydays. Okay. If that's truly the plan, but like we said last week, and I know it gets reiterated elsewhere, but like we, you know, we kind of brought up last week, just make the plan clear. Tell us what's going to happen. Tell us why you're doing it in a way that all of the fans can understand and that we don't need to bring on JustBaseball.com's Clay Snowden to break it down for everyone. So you guys know that I listen to Dan Levitard all the time. Yeah, you do. And he weekly brings on David Sampson. And David Sampson was the... GM of the Marlins under the ownership 
group that owned the Marlins prior to the Derek Jeter ownership group. The team that sold most recently, what, two years ago, I think it was. And David Sampson is very straightforward about a lot of things, um, especially since he has no intentions of ever going back to baseball. So he gives a huge peek behind the curtain often. That said, I think if we were to ask David Sampson about what the hell's going on here, he's going to tell you, like, there is a meddling owner who cannot help himself because he says that many, many teams across baseball have meddling owners that can't help themselves. They either fall in love with a guy, even though they don't know what, like, the, the actual baseball, like, the, the advanced stats, the even even the managerial gut feelings or, or the managerial um, relationships they have with these guys and, and how they know that the guys will play or won't play or et cetera. Like, he doesn't care. He wants them on the field or he wants to assign them for longer contracts or he's already negotiating for a contract with an agent in the offseason prior to the agent even talking to the GM and not knowing what the GM's intentions are. So I think that what you have here, if I'm if I'm guessing, just having listened to as much of David Sampson as I've listened to, I would guess that you have that same situation here in Cincinnati where you have a meddling owner, as we've seen with the just how reluctant they were to blow the whole damn thing up when you had Jay Bruce here, when you had Brandon Phillips here, when you had all of those guys, uh, even, even kind of going back before that, when you had Adam Dunn here, when you had Ken Griffey Jr. here, and we were just holding on to these contracts when we could have traded them at a higher value. Now, I know that Jeff brought it up earlier in this conversation. Um, not not you, Jeff, here, but Jeff in the in the chat here brought up that we, we did actually sell high on Winker. Correct. We sold yeah. probably not high on, on Gray, but about where we should have traded Gray. Yeah, I think I'll, we sold I'll, high on, on Chapman back in the day, too. No, we sold after we, after he got into a domestic it, violence. Yes. Well, we, gave, we gave him away. I and, the then, Cubs. and then and, and then he and won then a we, championship we, with the Cubs. We gave yeah. him away he to New to York. Yankees. He went to New York, York and New York made a killing on him, sending him to the Cubs. He won a championship and then they signed him back. Back in New York, yeah. I forgot that even happened. Jeez. Yeah, I forgot about that now. Yeah. Um I think that's actually we, that's, we not, got, that's not where that's not where we got Sonny Gray. Yeah, we got Sonny Gray from uh he came from Chapman? the Yankees, but I don't he came from the Yankees. I'm saying that that wasn't with the Chapman deal. No, that, no, I, no, I don't believe so. No. We got rinsed on the on the Chapman deal. Well, and we we did the same thing with Johnny Cueto. We got we got hosed in that deal. Um like they just um the other kid we sent out or or didn't sign, um, the one who stole from McAlpins or whatever. Uh, oh, Mike Leak. Mike Leak. Mike Leak. <laughs> I don't think it was McGalpins. I think McGalpins has long been closed, but was, Macy's, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, it was probably Macy's. It was a couple t shirts or something. Yeah. McGalpins. He was also another pitcher that could hit. Lazarus. By the I, way. Don't know, I don't know where where he stole from. It was one of those department stores, but. Yeah, Ken um, Griffey, we are still paying. Uh, I think he currently sits as the sixth six, highest paid red six. uh, for this season. Unreal. This um, is on Bobby Bonilla Day. Well, that may have changed with the uh, the signing of of Minor. Uh, I think this was after Minor. Unreal. I don't know what the Strickland deal looks like, and there's been like I mean, there's obviously they're not going to like jump over what we're paying Griffey, but there have been some other 
non-roster invitees and some other like random signings here and there probably just you know filling out some of the spring training time because uh, we do have quite a few guys that are going to start the season injured so yeah <laughs> one even got injured today oh who got hurt today mike Mustakis. yep no he yep. hurt he hurt his wrist or his shoulder they weren't sure in the game um making a play on a ball at least, it's not, as, at least it's not his heel though last year <laughs> that, that that was that was bad when he when he hurt his his heel last year yeah there was also a comment i'm gonna look and see if i can find it i guess made by the um dodgers broadcast today about the reds if i can find it real quick while you uh oh in cincinnati so this is bearcat mick who are you talking about right now who are we talking about uh so the the dodgers broadcast crew today and this has been like tweeted out numerous times so i assume it they said in cincinnati with all due respect how do they look ahead optimistically Cassianos is gone. Suarez, gone. Winker, gone. Sonny Gray, gone. Amir Garrett, gone. Wade Miley, gone. Tucker Barnhart, gone. Uh, that's not including Michael Lorenzen, gone. Michael Givens, who might have been our best bullpen arm, gone. Uh Probably right there tied with one Luis Sessa. We did get Jake Fraley. I and think, now I feel bad I for Sessa and Wilson. You know, they got they got brought in at the trade deadline last year. Now they're stuck. They, like, hate, they hate it here. They, they <laughs> got to hate it here. Um, and then, so, I, I didn't even realize, because I've been so, like, baffled by everything else going on. I forgot TJ Antone's probably going to be out for almost all of this year. Well, he hasn't been uh, right since they got rid of the sticky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, but he's going to be, he's, he had Tommy John. So he's going to be out for probably the whole year. Uh, Sims is back and healthy, but he is not on schedule to return because he's still building his arm strength. Another one uh, who hasn't been right since they got rid of the sticky stuff. Do they have anything? I don't even think it's been talked about nah, uh, nah. throughout, throughout any of the negotiations. Oh, they so should you, have negotiated that. I want it back. <laughs> right like so you've got get, little, get the sticky stuff back you've got hey, let's go back on lockdown especially especially with lockdown. the dh with a, with a universal dh just let them just, let them go all wild with the sticky stuff use, maybe use just super little, glue maybe, who cares maybe just a little bit of sticky stuff um uh, but you've called? got you know you, you've so you've lost like we mentioned lorenz and givens garrett all out of the pen that's right they, they did they did sell high on winker to to get rid of the suarez came right contract and and then in that in that deal oh, in that deal the the uh the main piece of that deal uh Williamson, the kid that played with Ladola at TCU, the big lefty. Um you know, we get him, we got Fraley um in in the outfield. Can we talk and about then, Fraley for a minute? You bring, and then, you bring go Fraley. ahead. Go ahead. He's a fun follow on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He gives <laughs> Uh, he he's that's a good dude. Said, we might who we might need to we might need to reach out. <laughs> Jake is here to give you everything he's got. Who I knew this would slip people up and they forgot my last name. <laughs> I was reading that, Ed. I don't know what happened. Hold on, I'm pulling it back up. Hold on, give me a second. 
reset. Uh. Yes, to your point though, Aaron. He is a great follow on, on the on the Twitters and well, just for, no holds barred. Said, I, I knew reason, this. Was, I knew this would slip people up. They forgot my last name. Jake Fraley is the name, not just Jake. <laughs> not just State Farm Jake. He had uh, another one here too, where uh, some guy said yawn in response to the Jake Fraley signing. He said, "I know I'm with you, man. I've told my parents for years that my name is so boring. Wish there's something more exciting, like Scott. By the way, Scott is the one who replied to him. Uh, someone else said, "Who the fuck is that guy?" He said, "You don't know Jake from State Farm. <laughs> Just being stupid. Like I love it. I'm here for this dude and his long hair, since apparently that's the type they're going for. As uh, both both he and." Uh, Moran uh, from Pittsburgh comes over. Uh, someone said, as long as he hits for more than his average in his career so far, 190. He said, well, it's closer to 200 than 100, so we're getting somewhere. Have a blessed <laughs> day. <laughs> I mean, from everything Clay said, he's a uh, you know, he's kind of a balls to the wall, like all out defensive outfielder. Like a Ryan um, Friel type. Ryan Friel, who is, if you go back way far in the PTP days when we uh, had that talk and uh, Ryan Friel was in my top five all-time Reds. Fan favorite. Ooh, that was, that, um, was, that was some time ago. But but you've got um, in the pen, so, so you got Luis Sessa and Justin Wilson, who we brought over from the Yankees right. last year. Um, Jeff Hoffman. Oh, God. Is, is going to be in the pen. If I at, recall, least he, at least he's in the he bullpen. Did, Better in the bullpen recall, than as a starter. As I recall, he did all right uh, coming Don't out. Don't ever pen. start again, Jeff. Hoffman. No, um, God, I can't even think of anybody else. Tony Santion, maybe. Uh, well, he was a starter, spot start. Yeah, last yeah, year. Well, maybe, maybe he goes to the pen to fill in these giant holes we've got out there. Maybe. Um, I guess they relief. they avoided arbitration with uh, Tyler Knocking and uh, Nick Senzel. Yeah. So, who was who was the guy that they kept bringing up last year that even Clay brought up last week? I can't remember his name. Oh, the, the he was he was a, a Vladimir Gutierrez. No, he's a starter. Uh, yeah, I know that, but I I remember him coming up and down. Oh, he was terrible. He struggled so bad. He had like two good games early on before anybody had tape on the kid, and then it was. All downhill. I don't remember, but they've also you. added. They've also got some other, um, some other, like I said, non-roster invitee uh, relief pitchers that they brought into camp, and their names escape me at this point. Is what it is. Castillo also, Luis Castillo, not going to be ready at the beginning of the season. Uh, Guerrero just had hamate surgery, and I don't know what that is, but it has to do with, I guess, his wrist or hand. Uh, so he's oh, going to be out. Wouldn't have guessed that. He, he's going he, he's gonna to be out for six weeks. So it is officially farmer season, uh, and I'm okay with that. Nick Kirby, not so Here much. For it. Um, <laughs> Justin, Justin Dunn is the uh, the guy, one of the other guys in the Winker Suarez trade. Perez, Perez was his name. Thank you, Bearcat Mick. Uh, CNL Perez. Thank you, CNL Perez. CNL Perez. That's who it is. <laughs> Good. Thanks, Bearcat Nick. Nest. I remember that. Two uh, words. Good. Dot. Ness. So Justin Dunn, who is also part of the uh, the Winker Suarez thing, uh, I guess he's he hasn't pitched since June of last year. He's got some shoulder issues. 
the team was aware of these issues um and per reds.com will be months before we see him pitch um and then Mustakis was injured today hopefully it's nothing serious and he's ready to go at the start of the year um before tonight at least they were i don't know if they won in their game tonight uh but they were two and two and did have a plus nine run differential thus far in spring farm, training farm bomb today see farmer's the guy it went 10 to 8 okay so against the dodgers three and two spring training <laughs> games it looks like they dodgers. scored six in the sixth inning F the Dodgers, FLA, all the way right now. The Lakers, the Rams, the Dodgers. Get <laughs> yeah, them all out of here. Every hate them all. So I know that uh, things are are what they are right now. I want you to pick a a number of wins that you think the Reds will have. Sixty-eight. Seventy. Plus or minus one. 74. Are you writing this down? No. Because okay. I'll just come back to the video. Yeah, because I don't want to be held to this. Uh, uh, the video might, get, the video might probably, go away. Yeah, who knows? I'm going to say 74. This could be wildly... I mean, who knows? They, you're right. If the uh, Inman brings up a good... Jeff, Mr. Jeff Inman here, he brings up a good point. They could be sneaky good if the young guys work out. We, we that's do. the thing that that's what's going to happen, right? These guys are going to be sneaky good. They're going to give us all this kind of hope, and also be like, "Hey, we knew what we were doing the whole time, and we're going to go on with this bullcrap next year." No, I mean, here, here's the thing: is if it works out the way that you know they they want it to work out, and we are consistently competitive, I'm here hey, for it. And they've expanded the, the play season, though. Like you, you, yeah. you. Obviously, yes, you want your young guys to play, right? But you want them to play alongside veterans, not just all trying to figure it out together where right. Joey's your only vet. Like, but by I, the I, way, I mean, he has an Instagram account now. You got Moose. You got, you know, the. If he can play, if he can. I mean, he might, a, yeah, he might just a, be in the dugout. Yeah. I mean, a player coach. Just chilling. Um, he can hand out the bubble gum. Ugh. We'll see. We'll see. I mean,. It, look, it's the Reds. Here's the thing. Like, I, I will never like. That, no that's what's unfortunate. Buying, Jeff, no one was buying Moose and not Suarez in that deal. I promise. Right. No. Yeah, they they weren't going to do that. We, I mean, we we took the, we took also you know the, Justin Dunn who is injured kind of thing. Now and there is also still the player to be named later who apparently they're very high on. And <laughs> last week's episode, uh, Clay touched on a few guys that it could be, um, just from his own opinion. And he lo- watches and looks into a lot more minor league stuff than anybody I know. He's probably your best resource for Reds minor league uh, things and other teams minor he, league. He read a book that was the equivalent of how to GM for dummies. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so I, I feel like <laughs> I I love Clay, love him like a fourth wheel of us, if you will. And I, I when he said he read that book and the CBA during the lockout, I I literally thought he meant like I read it during lockdown when there was nothing to do. No, no, oh, he no. just read it during lockout. the lockout, which meant it was already 
being outdated. Yeah. Why would you waste the time now to read the CBI? So that he would know what was changing. Yeah, he, history, yeah. So he could give us a little more insight on what was what was changing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, things could, you know, miraculously turn around. And the thing is, is Reds fans are Reds fans. Like we're not we're not going anywhere. You know, we're. I mean, maybe some people well, will will bail out, and you're not a real fan anyway. Like I'm not a fan of the whole switching up teams just because you know you're. Look, I'm not switching up teams, but I'm probably not going to pay for it. If your team ends up sucking forever, you just need to own it. If you want to switch a team, I think that there is precedent. The Marlins. As of of last week, not necessarily in baseball, but I think there is precedent as of last week. There were a lot of Browns fans. Where if it goes against your morality and things that you stand for as a pedestal in your life. We're talking about Browns. I think that it's okay to switch alliances. I would be okay. With that being and said, so, I think it's also would, okay for us to be Mariners fans. But but I think it would be okay then to also be allowed to switch back in the event that those things are rectified. Uh, yeah, that would take a whole new ownership group. Well, I agree, but I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. unless you you know find love in your new spot, Bearcat Mick is done. He's done with Banana Bob. <laughs> Bearcat Mick is not a Banana Bob fan. Uh, are you still a Reds fan, though, Bearcat Mick? Hey, by the way, I did tweet Chiquita Banana. I, and, I go ahead and asked him to sell the team. Ed, you were awfully feisty on Twitter the last few days. So I will say that uh, I, I will. Free time. I will not personally. If anybody buys me gifts, I do have a birthday in June. I, I tend to get some sports gifts What's for my buy birthday. You a no, my, my no. I I don't even like to eat bananas. Um, I'm saying I will not be purchasing any Reds gear this year. And that pains me to say it. Um, I don't know. Like the new spring training hats, though. I walked in in to buy the new spring training hat on Saturday. And I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I just, I don't want to support an ownership group who will not support my heart. I can tell you, I'm not going down there spending eighty-seven dollars on any kind of beer. Nope. I, I won't be. I won't be like he's costing me mental health. Like I'm, yeah, I'm not. I don't feel good about this. Like I, I again, like literally I just, the only the only way I'm going to a game this year is if somebody gives me free tickets. I I won't even be doing that because how do you not spend money in the park? Like that's part of the. Lore. It has to be. What has to be. It has to be four to, free tickets so I can take the boys. Otherwise, I ain't going. You're still going to be spending even more reason for yeah, you to have. Yeah, you're going to have to spend money. Yeah, but take the boys to a baseball game. It's I mean, a 98% markup. But again, the tickets will be free, and I'll just bring in sandwiches and popcorn. You can bring it to the side of cooler. I'm calling Ed. bullshit. You're not going to bring a cooler in. You don't think I will? Uh, no. You I will. Ed, Ed's the guy that brings the cooler in. I will bring a cooler. I got a backpack cooler. Pick or it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If uh, I if get free really, tickets this year, I will take a cooler in with sandwiches, probably going to be Uncrustables, and some cotton put them candy in a, Are you going to put them in an air fryer before you take them in? Have you seen those TikToks? <laughs> I have. Jeff, uh, Jeff, if, if you want an India jersey, find one on eBay or, or order it, order it from to, China. Yeah, because go to DH Gate. There's, there's no reason to support this, this Reds ownership. None. 
Um, buy, buy peanuts. Buy peanuts from the the guys on the corner. Buy and, uh, buy an India T-shirt from CincyShirts.com. That way, India gets the direct pay. That's fair uh, for his name, image, and likeness, as opposed to the Reds. Sure, they somehow get that too. One time, I was at a ball game, no, and this like, guy brought in a soft side cooler, see, and it had sushi that, in it. This is a Cincy shirt. There is no Reds insignia anywhere. They have no claim to any of this. I'm sure there's some sort of contract somewhere. No, there's. I mean, not with Cincy shirts. I'm sure there's some sort of thing that says the player has to. Oh, no, no. I, Probably who, not. There's, if no, they're no, if they're giving them any money, they would have to put the logo on it. Period. You can make all the eyebrow faces you want, but I don't think you're right. Just remember, I'm I'm the attorney here in the group. You you were a paralegal. You were a gopher. It's not an attorney. These two things are not the same. I was a courier. <laughs> Even worse. Bought a house. I thought you mortgage. I hate you. Anyways, Vanderbilt's you. up 51 to 49 right now. I, I love you, but I hate you. But anyways, I was saying, I went to a Reds game once, and I was sitting in the bleachers, and this guy brought in a soft side cooler, and when he opened that shit up, hey, there was sushi in there. Yeah, I'm not on that. I'm Never not on sushi. Life. I Never. like sushi a lot. I will not run the risk of in that. Like, yeah, no. No. Cooler sushi no. might be worse than gas station sushi. I, like, I, yeah. I, I, I test it on a regular basis eating like Kroger sushi. Kroger sushi's good. I feel like that's that's a hit or miss. Well, because it it, hit or miss. At least it's at our Kroger, very, we got a station set up and they're making yeah, it fresh every day. Yeah, they've got that station at our Kroger, at the Kroger out here too. I don't know if they have it, it out there in the country. Never buy yeah. a roll there that is anything less than the earliest, like the the the, the furthest back ex- expiration date. Like if there's if there's two or three different expiration dates on the different rolls, yeah, only buy the ones Even, the furthest furthest away. Yeah, like if your favorite roll has an expiration date of tomorrow, sorry, roll like. Least favorite role has a couple. Of, you go with the least favorite role because or, if you or, if you or no sushi at all, correct. Sushi. That's yeah. the move. You go to the other side of the station where they have uh, cold cut sandwiches. Yeah, you could do that too. <laughs> like, but cooler sushi in it was probably what in the middle of July. It was oh, it like was hundred. It was like hundred. There's not degrees. enough ice packs. Oh, it like, was hot. I remember no. it was hot. No way. I don't even care if you're like, but yo, bro, it's a Yeti cool. I don't care. You know? This like, was, uh, no shot. This is where I had kids, so Yeti wasn't even out yet. Uh, so it's probably like a igloo cool. There's no way. Like I said, it was, probably, it was probably like itself was like lukewarm sushi. It was one of those like, Pepsi point coolers, I think. You remember those? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Where if you got enough of the oh, no. Pepsi <laughs> points, you got a hurrier jet. Yeah. You know, you know, I won a. Uh, I won a UC basketball jersey out of uh, off of Mountain Dew top. It's like the most like you look at it, you got to really squint to believe it's a UC jersey. Did you did you ever get your gift from? Oh yeah, you got your tickets from the Bud Light. You oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Were, were yeah, you yeah, yeah. To, did you win a cooler at one point from like no. Coors Light or whatever? Were, no. were you trying that? I was trying it. I didn't win. I got. I just right. won the. Uh, Okay. The giveaway I won was only tickets, but it was cool because it was for me and my oldest first game that he's ever been to. It was all good. I like that Mr. Inman in our uh, dealer in the chat. He only has an alcohol budget because he brings in all his food. He brings in Lee's chicken. (laughs) 
Hey, is this really Lance McAllister? Man, I don't I don't know if I can I don't know if I could eat fried chicken in the heat of the summer like oh, in the, that, oh. that's that's right there with, with sushi. Yeah. Like just yeah. no, no go. Like, I love fried no chicken. Go. I love uh, fried look, chicken, but like I'm not I'm in no way, shape, or form am I knocking Jeff's Lee's chicken hustle, but that is not for me. Hey, that must like, be Jeff's out here on the east side, because I think the east side is the only place that has Lee's. I think I think uh, I'm gonna start distinguishing talking Rice about City. Jeff here in the show and G off here over in the uh, in the chat. G off. So anyway, I think that probably brings our Reds talk to a close tonight. But it's just I'm just wondering how they're gonna try and hurt me this week. Like yeah. that's that's where I am right now in my relationship with the Reds. Oh yeah, I'm in an abusive relationship. And how are you going to hurt me this week? And I can't get, I can't get out of it. Can't get, get out, out of it. it. I keep going back. I, I just keep getting hurt. Hey. How am I going to get hurt this week? Oh, see, Chad's can't, right. Chad's can't right. Do, can't do subs in the summer either. I'm no. not trying to do what? Subs. I'm not trying to. No, do no, not at not at the stadium. No way. You know, I've been picking up Subway lately. I've been getting the wraps because you know I'm cutting the calories. I've been picking up the wraps, and they I think they've been putting more meat in their sandwiches lately. T win. El Jefe is Spanish and it's pronounced Jefe as in J E F F E Jefe. It's J E F E. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? I'm positive. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story is that, about is it. Is that the word for chief also? Yeah. yeah. Do like it a good is, Jersey yeah, Mike's chief. Like boss chief. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I get that. J-E-F-E. I get that Jersey no- Mike <laughs> club Mike's way. No tomatoes. Yep. Who knows what he's talking about? Uh, there is, there's no double F in Spanish. I, I did F, F that up. <laughs> there's dad joke. But double F is in we German, can isn't? now move on and talk about something that is much more uplifting in our Cincinnati sports lives, and that is the Cincinnati Bengals. I appreciate phonetics, T. Win, especially with a name like Win. <laughs> no, can't do cold cuts at the stadium in the blazing heat, like. That ain't right. for me. Uh, yeah, eat that inside no in the air conditioning. No way. Because where, like le- where like your the mayonnaise le- is still cold. Yeah, I don't want more mayonnaise. Oh, who no who gets mayonnaise on a sandwich? Or um, on I, a cold cut? Yeah. Get yeah, that's out good. right now. <laughs> who gets I, I do put mayonnaise on that. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. At Jersey Mike's, get the mayonnaise, the bacon, the Mike's way minus tomatoes. Why are you getting bacon on a on an Italian, which is their best? No, 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 no. I'm not getting that. I'm getting the jersey my club. Aaron, oh, the Italian is where it's at. It's <laughs> the right. only thing to order from any of those it's places. The best are you serious? Have you not whatever, had the whatever, club? What, no, because I can't not get the Italian. You get, you get the turkey, wow. and then you get the roast beef, and then you get like did provolone. Crack? <laughs> and then you get bacon, and they put that mayonnaise on it or mayo, whatever, and then they put. You know, the mayo and mayonnaise is the same thing as seasoning. he just called me out for you put mayonnaise yeah. on a sandwich. What, what sandwich are you putting mayonnaise on? <laughs> you did. And then you just put it on your 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 fake sandwich that you just made in front of yourself. <laughs> Good work, PTP Andy. Hashtag be better, Ed. You can get your shirt on Pardon the Punctuations website where we sell our merchandise. The hashtag be better, Ed. Shirt. It's out there now, too. I know. That's why I said it. 
I have tears on my face. Yeah, if you want a Be Better Ed shirt, <laughs> you can get one. It was approved by Ed. Uh, oh, man. Just tears <sighs> on my face. Good oh, Lord. hold on. There's probably <laughs> somebody that wants to say something. Because we're talking about food, so he has to jump in. I'm going to shit about sports. T. Wynn said T. Wynn said Ed probably loves Miracle Whip. <laughs> you get to you get to be a be better Ed T-shirt tank. Uh, you get your uh, your grilling apron hoodie. I think I did, I think I even put a teddy bear in here. You go be better Ed. Oh, temporary oh. sold out. That's on me. There's, There's a, a sticker. The, there was a run on the be better Ed <laughs> teddy bears. And you get a nice polo shirt that you can wear to work too. Look. So there you go. Get a be better Ed. Nothing for the ladies there. <laughs> if you're gonna free shipping tonight only for the next hour. Oh Fat Andy, God. calm down. Oh. Can we get Fat Andy shirts? We work on it. <laughs> Gotta have Ed's face on it. No, <laughs> this is the uh, this is uh, our storefront. Ed, tweet it on our on our Twitter page. You can find yep. it at Pardon the Punctuation. If you're gonna. Oh, PTP if you're gonna you take know. food into the ballpark, oh, like you're taking it in a in a soft side, right? You're not just yeah, you have to carrying a bag in. of food into the ballpark. So your mayonnaise isn't gonna get warm. The right thing to do on a blazing hot summer day is to have a cold cut sandwich to cool you off. There are not enough ice packs to keep it cold enough in the Certainly blazing heat. Of no, summertime. That's, that's disgusting. A sandwich, you could easily put a Jersey Mike sandwich. You go buy it right before you go to the game. You put it in your soft-sided cooler. Preferably, you get like a one of those gallon Ziploc bags so that it doesn't get like soggy. You put it in that. You set it in a soft-sided cooler. You go into the game. And then like in the fourth inning when it's time to eat, and then it's all soggy? Are no, you out of you your mind? In, Are you a monster, Chad? You put <laughs> it in the, the, like, the Ziploc bag Chad, so it Chad, doesn't get soggy. Let, let me ask you this. Do you ever order an Italian? That's I either order Italian or okay. if I'm feeling frisky, I'll get the, the cheesesteak, the, no, ch no. the Chipotle cheesesteak. Do you get it? Mike's way with like the, the oil vinegar and with onions. No, I don't fucking I, get it with onions. Well, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not worried Why about not? I'm not worried about the onions. I know you don't get the I onions. Can't I can't eat onions, Ed. Because it makes them sick. They make they I throw up if I eat a raw onion. But, instantly. But instantly. <laughs> get your cold guts. Get your cold guts. There's, there's no sound, Ed. Oh, I know. I, I turned the sound off so you guys could talk. Um <laughs> I, I get it with, with with pretty much everything, but like tomato, I get it with lettuce. I get it with uh, oil, vinegar, salt, pepper, oregano. How does that not get soggy with the oil, the vinegar? It's a 45-minute walk from parking your car, getting into the stadium, tickets, getting into your seats. Aaron, Always. I don't know. I don't, because I don't know they if have you understand this. Bread. Thank you. Also, I don't know if you understand this, but sometimes it's okay if a sandwich gets soggy. No, it's not. No, no sometimes it is. No, it's it's the outside, no, and the outside no, is still no, hard. But you got yeah. soggy like right there at the top. <laughs> you got no. soggy like right there at the top, like right there in no. the middle of the bun, right? No. Yeah, no, it's it's not the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Jersey Mike's is the only place you can do this with 
because the bread is made to withstand everything that's on the sub. Like Subway, disgusting. Oh, that's That's going to be a, a gross... Like, the, like that bread is falling apart immediately. Yeah. Normally, I would agree with you, but if you have not had it in their wraps, because again, I'm cutting calories. We have, if you've not had it in their wraps, it is very, very delicious. We we do have pot bellies. Uh, I've never heard Earl of Sandwich, um, but we do have pot um, bellies in Cincinnati. I, I've never tried pot bellies. I I just got introduced to pot bellies. I like pot bellies during the subathon, right? During the um, subathon. Oh yeah, you did. I yeah. Would, I would think because Potbelly's toast their subs, yep. that that sub would be able to hold up to being wrapped up, put in a Ziploc bag, and into a soft-sided cooler. Unbelievable. I would think, but I've never tried it. I know Jersey Mike's holds up to that. Jeff, I'm, I'm, I think we are much aligned in how, how we sandwich. I have said there's one sandwich. There's one thing that I think is acceptable to put in a soft-sided cooler and take into a Reds game, and that's a Jersey Mike's Italian. Matter of fact, there is a Bearcat fan who owns a Jersey Mike's in Blue Ash, and if you are listening right now, contact me. You know who you are. Contact me, and let's talk about a deal. It's out of control right now. I don't. don't We could call it the Jersey Mike Minute. There are no Earl of (laughs) There are no Earl of Sandwiches in in Ohio. Ed's Jersey Mike's EA or AE Wrestling Minute. I don't. I don't even I see one. I used to love Schlotzky's. Oh. Is there Schlotzky's oh, around Schlotzky's anymore? Schlotzky's. Oh, it was really good. Is that the place mm. that the, 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 the Jennifer Aniston worked at on, uh, on the no. office? No. <laughs> no. That was a uh, an imitate, a mockery of uh, Fridays. Well, But I think it was named Schlotzky's. It what might was, have what been. Was, what was the name of, of the, the Schlotzky's, though, is like a deli. You're talking about the one really with... good sandwiches. The one with all the pieces of flair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was that called? Uh, waiting? No, it was no. Office Space. Office space oh, I'm thinking of the other one that she starred in. That was... Yeah, the, had... uh, the second the second movie that starred Jennifer Aniston. In there was only it, two. Right? <laughs> What's the name of the guy who was in uh, uh, Van Wilder? Jennifer, Reynolds? An- Jennifer Aniston is not in Waiting. Ryan Reynolds waiting. is in, in Waiting. Jennifer Aniston is not in Waiting. What? No. The nearest, the, the only Schlotzky's left in Ohio is in Maumee, Ohio, and then there's one in Lexington, Louisville, and Smith's Grove, Kentucky, and I have no idea where Smith's Grove is. I've hit the one in Smith's oh, Grove. Shit. That is actually like a, um, it's like a like a super gas station kind of deal. It's not quite Bucky's, but it's like in that like vein where it's like a like a giant kind of gas station that that on your way out of Kentucky. That I've stopped at just because it's like in that range of like four hours, so I need gas. Yeah. Um, and they I'm have a Schlotzky's. I'm just so happy the... where this conversation has gone. <laughs> hey, Xavier just zipped the guy up. This guy's the... bleeding from his head on the TV right now. Thanks, Ed. Uh, Schlotzky's the only one that was around here. I think there was one that was in like there was, was one in Norwood? Florence. Was, there was there one was in one Norwood. In Norwood, yeah. There was one on on Houston Road in Florence, kind of like where all the the like right by the uh, racetrack. Norwood's not in Cincinnati. It was an Anna. It was Anna Ferris that was in waiting. My bad. Yeah, not Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer. Not the not the same. So yep. Sure. Beats right. win. What a great what a great take. Nothing beats a New York City deli. <laughs> Nothing beats the best New York City deli. No shit. <laughs> 
You know what I had? You know what I had last week for the first time? If, if there's anybody that knows how to like push my buttons, it's T Win. He's my hero. He's my he spirit animal that just makes me explode every time he speaks. He's, he's my spirit oh. animal. I love Trevor. He called. He called me a boomer for like three weeks, and then we find out he's the same age as me. I like that you said nobody brings nobody brings food into the ballpark in just a bag. <laughs> And Geoff Inman says, I just bring it in. I just bring my least chicken in a bag. You're not supposed to be allowed to do that. Yeah. Hey, if you're bringing least chicken in, they're probably like, oh, it's all good. Go ahead. We're not messing with this guy. This guy, anything's possible with this guy. This guy shares. He, this guy, this guy gets a, like a wing and a breast for the security guard. Like, hey, I brought you some too, bud. Maybe some wedges. Yeah. He hands him a biscuit and a, and a little thing of honey, and he's like, there you go. I'm going that's, in with that's, my bag. That's Popeye's. If you got Popeye's, you hand him a biscuit and some honey, you're oh good to go. Like, Back when I was a kid, we used to have to grease the guy with a 20 to get in. Now it's just <laughs> take some biscuit and some honey, and you're good to go. There you go. They see, they, they see him coming it's hard from out here. They see him coming from a mile away. <laughs> like, there's the guy that brings the bag of Lee's chicken in. We, we got a 12 piece in there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, here you go. You can have a wing. Oh my God. I'm dying. <laughs> I love Geoffrey everything. says they've never said shit. They always just crack a joke like, you eating good. <laughs> so here's the thing anymore. Like, I, I'm, I'm doing my best so that this is not a four person podcast to let you guys just do your thing. And then if I feel like I can take it to another level. <laughs> Then I'll jump in. Like last week, it was with like the you know the the little bit of like transfer news, and today it was food because not taking Jersey Mike's into the ballpark is is ignorance, ignorance, complete, absolute, utter ignorance. Just can't get on board. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. Try it. I got, try it one time. I try it one time. Had Jersey Mike's. I, I eat Jersey Mike's on a regular basis. Yeah, again, I've, I've got to have it right away. We we are aligned, sir. Like, that is that is not way. a matter of all the way whether it is good enough at the ballpark. That is a matter of you have impulse control. So as soon as you order the jersey mic, you have to stuff it in your face. You're talking about waiting till the fourth inning, which in modern day baseball Chad. is six and a half hours after you've ordered that sandwich. Chad, this is the same guy who thought that the food would get cold from Galactic with a five minute drive Ed, over the bridge into into Kentucky. Ed, you're the, the same guy who claimed he didn't put mayonnaise on a sandwich and then immediately put it on a fake sandwich in front of yourself. <laughs> well, and you're right. It, I forgot. I did put mayonnaise, mayonnaise and then said, oh, "You're right. I forgot. I mean, my bad. Mayo. Like it's two different things. You're right. I forgot. I do get mayonnaise <laughs> on a sandwich. You're right." But like when I'm making a sandwich here at home, I don't put mayonnaise on it, right? Like I, but when I'm going to Jersey Mike, I'll get some mayonnaise on the sandwich. Uh, tomorrow, I'm gonna have the best sandwich that there is. And the then T Win, then T Win said that, you know, you put Miracle Whip on it. What are you getting a uh, a chicken parm? Third best sandwich that there is. <laughs> it, it's slowly falling down the list. Yeah, it's way, it's top five though. It's top five. Homemade. <laughs> Homemade leftover pot roast sandwich. Okay. Where you, you take it and you warm it up in the skillet, and then you put a piece of pepper jack, 
You get a little mayo and you get a little A1 sauce and you have a good hearty hot roast. I was going to say, you put that on what kind of bread? You can't be getting that soggy bread. You can't be getting that soggy bread. No, I got brioche buns. Okay. Then I'll toast. I'll toast the brioche buns, top and bottom. You got to toast them so that they're crispy so that when you put the pot roast on it, it can get a little soggy through the crisp. Like, do you think I'm stupid? Look how. Look how fat I am. I love sandwiches. <laughs> sandwiches are good. Uh, speaking of food, Sunday we went my my it was near my oldest birthday. He he's a St. Patty's baby, but anyway, Sunday we went, he chose Montgomery Inn because that's nice. His like you know, he loves Montgomery Inn. So he we, likes ribs? we get we get to Montgomery Inn and you know, I've got three kids and we walk in and the, the lady's like uh, you need three kids menus, and he's like, "I don't need a kids menu." And so then I'm like, menu. "I'm yeah. like, son of a bitch." We've we've That's reached what, that stage. Well, like, like he he's long like done away with getting when kids meals. When did this bastard level up? He, he's, he's long like done away with kids <laughs> meals because they don't fill him up. But yeah, now, he, that. so so we we go in and we sit down, and the waiter comes out, and we all start ordering it. My one son, he's still pretty young, so like he gets like a, a, a cheeseburger and, and mac and cheese, and my daughter gets spaghetti and gets around to Declan, and he's like, um, I, I'm gonna have the uh, I'm gonna have the take two combo with an order of ribs and Shit. chicken, and and then uh, also can I get well a thing done, of mac Ken. and cheese? And he crushed it all. Way to well go! <laughs> I'm like, way to go! All right, so- well. I, I got a good similar story, but it's not my kid. We uh, we were doing like you know, Kelsey had a friend over one time, and we went to Dave and Buster's. This was before the end of the world, where you could go play video games. Yeah. And so we get there, and, and Kelsey is like nine at the whoa, time, whoa, 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 eight, whoa. eight or nine years old. You're, at the time. you're not allowed to play video games there anymore. Well, I mean, you can, but like through the end of times. That was a dangerous okay. proposition. I just I wanted to make to sure to have that your hands on a bunch of things that a bunch that of other people have kids had their hands on. I just want to make sure that came back because yeah, I didn't know no, how it, well it never left. You were allowed to do it. It was just very dangerous. Yeah. So anyhow, Kelsey's like eight, risk. Okay. Kelsey's like eight or nine years old, and we and we go to to Dave and Buster's, and Kelsey gets like you know the the, the chicken fingers on the kids menu, and her friend who I have to pay for. I'll have, the rib. I'll have I'll have the ribs the basket. Yep, I'll, I'll, I'll have the ribs. Half slack, half slab, or full. Uh, I'll have the full. What? You better eat them fucking ribs, kids. You better eat them ribs. <laughs> you better call your mom and have her Venmo me, <laughs> right? And the ribs came, and it had ribs and French fries and like mac and cheese. And this eight-year-old girl sat there and mashed the entire thing, an like- entire rack of ribs. The, the entire thing of fries and like 75% of the mac and cheese. And I was like, I'll pay for it. <laughs> like, like, like fair enough. Game set match. Like, <laughs> did you, did you lean over the waiter and go, is there like a kids eat free thing going on here? <laughs> or, uh, she had, and she ordered it. Like she had done it before. She was like, mm, I have the, the full slab of ribs. She had you took a fries. ringer to dinner. Like she, she, right, she, right. she knew she set me up. Yeah. The kids set me up. 
Absolutely. She was, no, and I'm afraid this is what happened there and where you're right. Kelsey's just talking to one of my, her friends, and I was like, oh, I think my family's going to David Buster's on she Tuesday. Picked, she picked the spot. And she, then she was like, oh, can I come? Zoned yeah. in. Yep. Right. Yeah. 100%. 100%. You, think they mind, you think they mind if I come? She they've, got, they've got ribs there. $36 later, I'm like, shit. But she ate the whole thing, so, like, you win the prize. Like, it, all right, you eat the whole rack of ribs on both sides? Like, I, I'm going to pay for that shit. I'm paying for them tokens, though. I'm not even going to yell. Oh, she paid for her own tokens. Like, that was, that that was, like, I thought I was being smart. Like, look, we'll take your kid, but you got to pay for your own tokens. And her parents were like, all right, dumbass, wait till you have to pay for her full slab of ribs. (laughs) They're happy to get her off the books for a night. (laughs) You know what? This kid eats at our house. Right. We'll we'll gladly pay for some tokens. (laughs) $20 worth of tokens is all it takes? Check. <laughs> so my first business trip that I ever took, we went uh to dinner. We went to this uh oh, shit. in Yukon. This it is was, so much fun. It was yeah. in Connecticut. We went to this uh 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 bison steakhouse and I wasn't sure how rule, rules worked, you know, like corporate wise and whatever. So like I, yeah. I go to order like the cheapest. Somebody's like, What are you gonna get, Ed? It's like the cheapest bison steak on there, right? It was like a six ounce for at that, you know, it's probably like $23. And they're like, oh, you're just getting the six ounce? And I was like, ah, yeah, it's $23. And they're like, uh, the company pays for your dinner. I was like, 12-ounce bison steak, please? <laughs> and a beer. But, what, did you just get a sirloin? Did you get a ribeye? Uh, yeah. It was a bison. Probably a bison sirloin. Well, bison have ribs, yeah. so you can get ribeyes. I think it was just um, – there wasn't like, a bone, you know, so it was probably just a, it was probably just a sirloin. It's just a, a huge ass cow, right? That basically, you're right. It's Ooh. delicious, though. I'm not saying it's not. I've had bison burgers a lot. I've never really done the steaks. I feel like it's hairier than a cow, but well, you don't eat that part. Touche. <laughs> All right. Um, moving Bengals. Moving, moving on guys, to the Bengals. Ed, kick me out. You guys talk about the Bengals. I don't give a shit. I just wanted to talk about some food. Hey, bye, Chad. All right, cut, cut him out before you open up the garage door. So, the Bengals had some signings. They they had the task in the off season that they needed to upgrade at the offensive line. We Protect all knew their investment. Yeah, I mean, their future, their, right. their fr- the franchise. Yeah. So they add, as we covered last week, they add Karras and Kappa. They added Hayden Hurst since we last spoke. Super under the radar kind of ad, I think. I'm a big Hayden Hurst guy. I I like what he's saying so far. I like the fact that he, he said that year five is going to be the one. I like that they brought him in, what, like four? Like four million, I think. Uh, it, it, was, it's, it was not like anything. I, I, he's going to be able to replace what CJ did on the field. Plus, uh, my, uh, yes and no. He's not the blocker, no. or, 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 he, at he, so or at least he he hasn't been the blocker. So when, when he first when he came because he was drafted by the Ravens as a and, twenty because he was a uh, baseball draftee and he, he came he, into the league at, I think like twenty six years old. He he uh, he got he got some looks at uh, at fullback. He he ran. They had some sets where he ran at fullback. Which 
I, I can't remember the last time we really ran anything with Pecco. Like a, like, okay, so Pecco. there you go. Like, yeah, Pecco used to do it. Yeah, you, know, you stick him back there, but he also, like, when he was with the Falcons, he he split out into the slot. Not that we really need, like, Actually, a slot guy, but like. Did, did Uzama he, ever th slide into that fullback on, like, a goal line or something? I, I don't think I remember I that happening. I can't remember that happening at all. I just, I just didn't know if he did that like early in his career, perhaps. That I and, maybe. And I'm not, I'm not one of these guys because like I've seen it a little tiny bit of some people that want to like you know throw shade at, at CJ for heading up to the Jets. Like, look, you got like these guys, they got to do it. And we talked about it last week. Like, he will live on forever in Bengals lore when he was up there and ripped that knee brace off yeah. and chucked it in the air and like. Well, I, I was there when it happened, and it was it it was a moment I won't forget. Like the place went crazy. My kids were going nuts. Like it was awesome. We were freezing. Them. And I, I have some. Well, we're not going to get into that yet. Yeah. I want to finish talking about Hayden Hurst before we talk okay. about right. that whole mess. I don't even think we need to really touch it. Yeah. No, I'm a big. I, I think the Hayden Hurst was like kind of a. Yeah, because everybody was like, "Oh, we want Gronk, we want this." Which surprisingly, I haven't heard that he signed with. Andrew I read Bay. A, I, mean, I read an interview. He said that basically he's leaving Tom Brady hanging on a string because Tom Brady left him hanging on a string, not knowing what he was going to do. And he said, "I'm too old to be going to training camp and OTAs anyway, so we'll see what happens in a couple months." Okay. He's going back to Tampa. Yeah, I mean, we, I saw we the all, I saw like, the tweet screenshot. Yeah, I bet you do. Um, so anyway, but I, I think the, the Hurst signing is, is good to go on that. And then we rolled in to what was a multi-day saga. Oh my God. There, yeah, there's no other way to describe it. I, I mean, mean, you had, is, did you see it continue today? No. Go ahead. We'll talk about it. We get to it. Go. Okay. Okay. Um, you had everybody and their brother, like guys that like, I, I may not agree with like their delivery of a lot of things or the way that. But guys that I have some decent faith in on on their calls on what's going on with you know Bengals and whatnot, kind of going back and forth. Oh, it's going to happen this day. There's one more hurdle to get over. Oh, wink, winky emoji. Uh, you know, like he didn't here. pass and a then, physical. And then like, oh, maybe he didn't pass a physical here. He's maybe in Florida. He that. Like he's going this way. He's going that way. Then some random like dude sees him at Kenwood Mall and is like. Then apparently everyone was photoshopping. He's still here, y'all. Like, yeah. So there were, there were two people who saw him at Kenwood and then took pictures. I think people took the the second guy that had the picture with him in a full stand up. Yeah. Still, yes. that was the one that they photoshopped, not the one where he was at Lou right, Lemon. Where he was like, like, yeah. So, um, I mean, everybody was you know really like we were all kind of, Hey, this could be, you know, that, that final piece that we're waiting for the bank, like as if going and getting Karis and Kappa and like weren't really, you know, enough. Like they're like, Oh, I don't believe the Bengals are doing what they're supposed to be. And then, you know, Collins, they waited the whole Collins thing out. They did. They ended up not having to give up any draft picks in a trade situation with Dallas. They, they wait till Dallas is like, all right, I guess there's no market. And then cuts him. And then they bring him here. He's got you know you had Ocho Cinco doing a little bit of uh, mm -hmm. a little bit of recruiting, um, which he always does, by the way. Yeah. Any, oh, yeah. Anytime there's he, a he, he's kind of like the Travis Kelsey of the Bengals in that like if there's a big big recruit, he's in. He be, he be recruiting. Yeah. 
he, he's and there was a lot of like recruiting going on with with um every, like some of the other bigger names like Mike Hilton it has mm-hmm. been big in that yeah. um we found out once this whole thing came to a close um that Joe Burrow himself is, and you would think I mean that kind of goes to his benefit but uh yeah he was kind of the the guy that that sealed the deal I mean he he brings Karis, Kappa, and Hurst all, and their wives, apparently, all over to his house. You got to think Jamar was probably there because he lives next door to him or down the street, whatever. Like, we heard that story at the end of the year where he yeah. just went up to somebody like, hey, I want to buy your house because I want to live next door to my best friend. Um, We're the three so you got to think, like, may, maybe he, you know, slid on over. Uh, but he brings Collins over to his house. And, you know, then Collins said when he announced that, like, you know, just send him a, de- a message like, hey, deal done yet? A lot of question marks. And then I told him like, yeah, your new bodyguard's in town. Nobody's going to touch you. Love that. My only concern, and I believe the stat was of the last 33 games, which would be the last two seasons, he's only played in 11 of those games. Yeah, that can't be true. That's, that can't be a true stat because... He was suspended the first six games of this season and then played the final 12. Well, I, I, it was, I don't maybe, maybe I got it backwards. Maybe it was, he played 22 of, of the, um, he has missed games for some injuries. Yeah. I think he has like a hip issue. Um, but this year, at least most recent times, he, I guess he was, I don't know what he was suspended for. I didn't look into it. I don't care. Cause he's back from that. And, um, he uh, played he, the final, he, he, he bribed the, the, the P guy. <laughs> Okay. I mean, he's trying. Well, but but also, let's not forget that the NFL is looking into letting THC be an acceptable. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's. I don't. I don't know if it's if it's gone over the the finish line yet. At this point, I don't. I can't speak on that. I know that they they were at least looking into it because it they, they deem it a more responsible recovery than and apparently he likes to fish yeah so this was today he's just out walking around the serpentine wall and uh people find him again what isn't that isn't that what uh what what the somebody somebody had joked like he had talked to uh uh bengal's gym about the the ocean fish the, the big ocean fish he was catching in his pictures i i think that was that was one of the jokes the bangles gym photo was photoshopped wasn't it well somebody well, that said, one was somebody said that he had talked to well they, i think that was all part of the joke because bengals gym is always talking about the ohio river but he's really taking like videos at a, a beach yeah gotcha. but uh Ridiculous. no i mean i'm excited about the whole thing um Unfortunately, with the Lyle Collins signing, uh, we've also seen Trey Waynes, which never really worked out, unfortunately. Uh, he and that was, was all injury-based. Correct. Uh, he was released. Uh, we, we hope that we don't see any of that rub off under this new deal. Um, we also saw, in a weird turn of events, the Bengals announced that Fred Johnson was signed on a in a one-year tender, um, just kind of based on the, the restricted free agent tender, I guess. Um, and then he was immediately released an hour later, which was just kind of weird the way that all uh, spelled out. 
It makes sense, though. I disagree, and here's why. What? We don't. Okay, we need. We need all the backup right now that we can get, especially with a guy who has an injury history. And if you thought that Fred Johnson was a dude, I don't think you thought he was a dude enough to be like the starter this year. If you okay. didn't, if you didn't sign Lyle Collins, so so the but the the reasons the Bengals were going to move on from him, right? And why announce the signing? Because here's what it did. So he's a restricted free agent, right? So he signs his tender at two point four million. Because he signed the tender, any team, and this is from this is straight this is from uh, Ben Baby from ESPN. Because he signed the tender, any team that claims him off of waivers will then incur the cost of that tender against their salary cap. If he goes unclaimed, he becomes an unrestricted free agent who the Bengals or other teams could then sign at a lower price. So if they want to bring him back, but they didn't really want to pay him 2.4, he signs it, they release him, somebody else signs it, they take the, the cap hit, otherwise... The Bengals could potentially bring him back at a lower price. I feel like we're talking about maybe a difference of like less than a million dollars. Probably, so. probably. So I don't know, man. But in the in the I guess the scheme of what they're looking at doing and maximizing cap space makes sense, especially if they're looking at maybe signing, uh, you know, like Gilmore. That a lot of people say is like never going to happen. Maybe it won't. Maybe it's not a possibility. I don't know. But you can't do it if you don't have the cap space. So they. Ed, did did Eggs just win the uh, condolence prize? There's a. It's an official review. Scotty Pippen Jr. got fouled. I thought he shot the three. Got fouled shooting the three. But I guess he fouled him before he shot. Made his first basket. Then tried to launch it at the rim. For his second basket and it may not have hit the rim i think that's what they're reviewing right now but it was rebounded by Fremantle. so the funny part is, is all the xavier fans that are huddling around the monitor with the the referees because they stormed the court already no they're just it's the guys that are sitting right behind the media bench they're just like huddling around it with like how that's allowed i'm not sure but because they they're a Jesuit school. I don't know. For as much as they like talk about how much they love their team, they've only had like three thousand people at the NIT games that have been at Xavier. So, I yeah. Sell also, it out if you sell it out if you love your team. One point five seconds left. I don't know what they're doing. Huh. Who cares? Okay. It's Xavier. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, you had the Fred Johnson thing, and then all oh, Xavier so gets okay. I got it. It's, and it's then of course everybody had to bring back weigh up. in. Oh, the... <clears throat> Ed, are you okay? Xavier might have just gone off on Xavier on the inbounds play with point you're, one second left. You're saying it wrong. It's Xavier. Ex- Xavier. Xavier. It may have it's just like, gone. Now we're going back to the fucking TV. It's like X Z A Y V I E R. Egg Savior. Savior. Egg Savior. Uh, no, but then everybody brought back up Carson Palmer's uh, Ed, comments. Why, 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 why don't you put him on mute for five minutes? Put him, put him in timeout for five minutes. 
to put Ed in timeout. There he goes. No, okay. not not Ed. His his brother in the chat. Oh, I thought you wanted Ed in timeout. You're back, Ed. Um, no, so like Carson Palmer made those comments about like right before the Super Bowl, um, about like got it. Hey, you know, that Joe Burrow's got to be asking himself like, do I really want to like re-sign with this team? Like, are they really going to do the things that are and we all know that Carson's got ill. ill Wait, did you guys hate on me? And... Didn't you guys hate on me for uh, that take? <laughs> what? Didn't you guys hate on me for that take? I don't think so. I... Yeah, a bunch. Maybe. I think it was you guys who hated me for backing up Carson Palmer on that take. Still, yeah, 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 yeah. For backing, backing for backing Carson's ridiculous take. No, it. He was talking about his experience with the Bengals. And when he Which was wrong. Him. It was wrong. He had a better line than they've had since him. There's not been a better line than Willie Anderson, Levi Jones, um, Bobby Williams. Like, wh- what are you talking about? Okay, that's fair. Whatever. No, not whatever. Ed, you were wrong. Who's okay, better? Um, wasn't wrong. Name me, name me a line, just because Ed. He, just because his feelings were what they are because he he's like, mad that people threw trash in his front yard that's what he's mad about i would be mad about that yeah. that's why he demanded a trade out i would be mad about that sure so that it, was that, and that i don't know who did it i don't know why they did it i think that's shitty that's sh- just people being shitty Guaranteed. but that doesn't mean that that like you didn't have a good line you didn't have pieces put around you they were spending money. They brought in Antoine Odom. That didn't work out. They brought I mean, in Vincent Jackson, a Super Bowl MVP. That didn't work out. They brought in um, the the receiver from Tampa Bay who never saw the field on a four-year deal. That didn't work out. I mean, barring an injury, a freak injury, that team probably goes to the Super Bowl that year. I don't know what his gripe is. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, he was just he was just running his mouth to try to, you know, just be negative about the Bengals because they have what he always wanted to be. I feel like and, if we were on if we were on Super Bowl row and we would have pulled a microphone out and he would have seen it, he would have ran to it to talk shit about the Bengals. Radio row. So anyway, so he said all those things and uh you know, what what did you call her um Emily, Emily, would you say her name was? Whatever, it was, guys. It was <laughs> but the the Bengals. I wanted office, to say Elizabeth, but I actually typed in Emily, so that's on me. All right, jeez. The the Bengals front office basically said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> the Bengals front office said, "Hold my beer," and went out and, and made some moves for some dudes. You can't. Like, you can't the tell. They went to the. They went to the Super Bowl with like a bottom three offensive line. Oh no! I, I'm. This is a completely different ownership now. I understand. I understand. And I'm not even, saying. Well, and I'm not even saying that the line that they just built. But I also is, didn't is believe top, it was a, a top like three line. I'm not Ed, saying they flipped it that far. I also I'm, did not believe this was a completely different ownership until they just made these moves. I. I thought maybe money left and right. Okay, so maybe okay. Okay, incorrect. Go back to when Carson was on his holdout before they even actually traded him. We had already drafted Andy Dalton and AJ Green. We made it to the playoffs that year with a rookie. But we never put okay. 
we uh, we knew there were problems on the line with Andy Dalton, and we did not take care of it. We knew there were problems on the line in Joe no. Burrow's first year, and we no. did not take care of it. The, the problem was Andy Dalton. <laughs> okay, so the line didn't just let uh, uh, Joe Burrow get his leg broken into two. Yeah, yeah, yes, that that did happen. Correct. So that's what I'm saying. So they didn't. We knew that problem going into the season. They didn't fix it. They didn't fix it. Brand new quarterback. We don't fix it. Okay, lockout year. Whatever. They didn't fix it. Yeah, then we uh, go they, into this year and they, they re-signed Bobby they, Hart. They made they made moves this this past year. They did make moves. They brought in Riley Rife. Yeah, and he got and he got hurt. They made a couple moves, but that's just one season. Remember, one year the Reds made a bunch of moves. All right. They've made moves the last two seasons, and now this is the third straight season. All I'm saying is they had to prove to me no, that they were. You that don't they deserve were... that diamond white collection hoodie that you're wearing right now. <laughs> take it off and take it back. Yeah. All I'm and saying get, is they had to prove it in to for me. a large and send it to me. <laughs> All I'm saying is they had to prove to me, and I think I believe that in this first week of free agency last week, right? They went out and they bought people, and and I'm happy with them. We have a line now. Now, is it going to be harder for us to get to the Super Bowl this year? Yes, there have been some other moves that have gone. Well, the AFC is but I awfully, think they've, yes. awfully tough. But I think they have well-equipped themselves and have themselves in a good standing where they're going to fucking fight for it. Fairweather Mayhall. Ed Midhall. I love you. <laughs> I think that's gonna wrap it up, though. That was another episode of Part of the Does Ed have oh. Does Ed have sixty seconds? Of no, I don't have, well, I mean, we could talk about a couple things that have happened. Well, you don't need to do that. Do you have Do you have sixty seconds of, of? I don't have anything written out, but I mean, the new the new. Uh, so, uh, Pat McAfee. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. The Pat McAfee clip you sent me was mid, but. Hang on. If we're gonna if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do it right. Yeah, you you can have your you can have your sixty seconds. I don't even know what the guy's name is that he's fighting. <laughs> Case in uh, point. Austin Theory. Austin Mid. Theory. But well played. <laughs> you have sixty seconds. It starts. So, okay, so hang on. It starts. Now. Okay, so Pat McAfee has been assigned a match against Austin Theory. Austin Theory has been coming out talking shit to him at the at the uh, at the announcers table. Uh, Aaron, put the vape away, please. Um, he had Vince McMahon told Pat McAfee to come out and apologize to Austin Theory. Uh, he told him he apologized that he's a weakless, worthless piece of shit, basically. Uh, and then Pat McAfee showed up last night at uh, Raw and interfered in the match. So this is going to be a good fight, I think. But what I really want to talk about is a new uh, WWE uh, 2K22 game that's come out. Um, this game looks freaking amazing. I think when I get back from vacation, I am going to purchase it. Um, but, I mean, they have some old wrestlers, some old rings. The graphics look great. The backroom brawl uh, features look freaking amazing. I've also saw in a review today that you could break a ring during one of the matches. That's pretty awesome. So this seems like it's a... a one of the best WWE games has come out since uh, time. I think it's funny that they got rid of everybody and they're still throwing them on a game because they don't have a good enough stable anymore. They got contracts. 
Stone Cold's back. Stone Cold is back. As he's, well fight, he he's actually fighting. He's actually fighting Ed's doppelganger. <laughs> Andy <What>? Dalton. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> he's fighting Andy Dalton. No, he's, he's <laughs> Rogers and Kevin, Kevin Owens. <laughs> he also put out American Locker because uh, he's at, had that rattlesnake IPA. Put out an American Locker now. Trying to soak this up for more than it is. That's another episode yeah. of Pardon Punctuation. As always, what happened. I thank Ed Midhall and Jeff Howell for joining me on this wild ride of a night. I had no idea that we were going to go down the. You're the worst. The sandwich tangent that we went down. Ed apparently loves me right now as much as Greg Mayhall, but we'll see you next week. That was part of the punctuation. What do you do with Jeff? I didn't do anything. <laughs> bye bye, but up, up. Damn it, Jeff. <laughs>